Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. Come on, I hear a shout right now. Shout it, the Lord is your life. Incredible. Aren't you glad Jehovah has the final say? Amen. If you can stand for the reading of God's word, that was absolutely incredible. I'm glad to hang out with you because you like to worship the Lord. Who would admit that the Lord has been good to you? Hallelujah. Such an awareness of God's presence in this room and what an unbelievable crowd. I'm thankful for you. Well, we're in sacred season. We're putting God first. Anybody putting God first this year? I'm ready for you. Welcome live streamers. I believe the Lord has a word for you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hebrews 1.1 says, God who at various times and in various ways spoke. I don't know where I'd be if the Lord didn't speak. Has he spoken to anybody? You're only saved because he spoke to you. I said, has he spoken to anybody? Amen. Now, the Bible says in Isaiah 28, 16, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm placing a foundation of stone. A foundation. Somebody say foundation. A foundation of stone in Jerusalem, a firm stone, a tested stone. It is a precious cornerstone that is safe to build on. Think about that. Whoever believes need never be shaken. And then the Bible said in Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. We don't seek things first. We seek the Lord and his kingdom and all these things will be added unto you. I want you to note two words. There's foundation in Isaiah and first in Matthew. I want to talk to you about first and foundations. I want to talk to you about getting your year in position to be blessed. How many of you want Jesus to be the foundation of your year? Slip up your hands. Father, teach us, lead us, guide us, direct us in this sacred season. We, we have worship, we have praise, but now we want to grow in your word. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of the day. Come on. Before you sit down, tell two or three people, you have no reason to fear. You have no reason to fear. You know, folks, I love a new year. I, I've all, I'm always excited about a new year because I believe God, I just am crazy enough to believe that God is going to take care of us this year. And I got enough faith to believe that it's going to be a great year. Who can get in faith with me and believe that this year is going to be a great year? Make a little noise if you're there with me. And there's often so much hope in the beginning of the year. And if we're not careful, by the last day of January, we've lost that hope. And I want to make sure that as this year goes, that you maintain that hope and know that I'm building my year with the right foundation. Sacred season is our time of prayer and fasting and giving. The Bible said a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. So we perform and do these biblical prerequisites. We get in faith in these principles. We pray, we fast, and we give, and we put God first. And then I believe that as we do that, we honor the Lord. And I know that as I do what the Bible says, the Bible will perform in my life in the way that it promises. 
Now, I'm going to add some teaching. I'm going to do some quick review, and I'm going to add a little bit of teaching to this today. But remember, we are in the year 5779 on the Hebrew calendar. We're in the year 2019 on our Gregorian Greek calendar. That The Hebrew calendar is God's calendar. Our calendar changed in the dark ages when the church made the decision to go with the Greek calendar. I don't know about you, but I'm real interested in always knowing where I am on God's timeline. How many of you want to be in the center place of God's timeline? You want to know where you are on his timeline. Make a little noise if that's you today. So remember, this is the year 5779. Real quickly, let me review. The five here is the chat. Remember, all these are letters and numerals. This, the, the, the alphabet and the numbering system of the Hebrews is alphanumeric. There's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, and many of their letters are numbers as well. So they're alphanumeric. We have a separate set of symbols for numbers and letters, but they actually use the same symbols in Hebrew scholars tell us that not only are is their their letters alphanumeric they are hieroglyphic and hebrew scholars tell us that these hieroglyphic uh, images are pictures of things. And the Bible said God speaks one way and then another. Hebrews 1 says he speaks in various ways. And Hebrew scholars actually believe that he speaks through prophets, he speaks through his word, he speaks through times and seasons, and he speaks through numbers. He speaks through his calendar. So if you look at the chat, this is the number five, the letter chat. It actually looks like the Hebrew scholars, it looks like a door or a tent flap standing open. And as I studied that, the Lord spoke to me. He said, tell the people that this is the year of open doors, that they need to praise God for open doors in 2019. I wonder if there's anybody that can stop right now and praise God for right doors that will open in your life. Come on, let me hear you get in a little bit of a rowdy faith. Praise God for right doors. So, so I believe that this is the year that doors are going to open. But five in the Bible is the number of grace. If you study all throughout God's word, five is the number of grace. Now, mercy is not getting what we deserve, and grace is getting what we don't deserve. So we don't just walk in mercy and not get what we deserve. We deserve death. We deserve not to go to heaven. We deserve not to have power. We deserve not to be saved. Not only do we not get what we don't deserve because we deserve hell, we get what we, not only do we not get what we don't deserve, we get grace and we get the things beyond that, not just that we don't deserve. We get things that, that we shouldn't even have. It comes our way. So we get mercy. We get power. We get redemption. We get anointing. So this is the number of grace. So in the name of Jesus, grace is going to be big in your year this year. God's going to give us things we don't deserve. Hallelujah. God, you, you're not going to have to earn the goodness of God in your life. God's going to bring to you what you don't deserve. But check this out. If you study the Bible, it was David that picked up five smooth stones. I've been in that valley many times where David fought Goliath. And I I 
picked up stones right out of that dry brook that David would have picked those stones out of. And I'm headed to Israel again here in the next year or so. I'd love to take you with me. But the number five represents those five stones that David picked up. So I'm speaking in faith over you and over me. This year, giants fall. Giants will fall this year. Okay, you're almost there. I said giants will fall this year. Giants of poverty, giants of rebellion. I break giants off of addiction, off of your family. Giants of backsliding, come on. Giants of fear and unbelief. Somebody give God praise for giants that are gonna fall this year. Hallelujah, come on, you could do a little better than that. Give God praise for giants that are falling this year. Now, there are also five ingredients. One of the things I love to write about uh, and, and actually right now, Charisma is trying to get me to write a book on the anointing and on revival. And I love to talk about the anointing. And there are five ingredients for the holy anointing oil. Somebody say holy anointing oil. If you study God's word, you'll find out that there were five specific ingredients used for the holy anointing oil. And he says, I was studying this. The Bible spoke to me and he, he, the, the Lord spoke to me through the word. And he said, this will be our year of fresh oil and new anointing. In other words, you're going to have something fresh from the Lord in your life this year. It's going to be fresh oil and new anointing. You're not going to get by on yesterday's oil. Psalms 91.10 said in that day, the yoke will be destroyed and the burden will be lifted because of the anointing. And the Bible says that, that, that David declared, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Psalms 91.10, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Who's ready for a fresh oil anointed? Come on. The Bible says in Isaiah 10.27 that the yoke will be destroyed and the burden will be lifted. Watch this. Because of the anointing. I declare that this is a season that yokes are going to be destroyed off of your life. Yokes of bondage off of your family, yokes of addiction off of sons and daughters. Come on now. Yokes of poverty will be destroyed, things that have slowed you down. Somebody give God a shout that yokes are going to be destroyed this year. Burdens. The Bible said in that day the yoke will be destroyed and the burden will be lifted because of the anointing. That's why we've got to have a church that knows the anointing of God. we got to know the power of God. we got to know the presence of God. And the Bible said burdens are lifted because of the anointing. I decree and declare there's things that you carried in 2017, 2016. It's coming off of you in 2018. Burdens of sickness are coming off of you. Burdens of depression are coming off of you. Burdens of feeling like you don't measure up. Burdens of comparing yourself with other. In that day the yoke will be destroyed and the burden will be lifted because of the anointing. This is your year to walk freely, unhindered, unbound, unfettered, unstoppable into everything that God has for you. How wonder is there anybody in church today ready to walk unhindered and unbound and unfettered because of the anointing that's in your life, you're going to possess what God has for you. Make a little noise if that's you. 
I gotta move quickly now. Remember the sevens are the ans. The ans are the seeing letters. So you see the eyes here. This is the season to see. This is a season to comprehend. This is a season not to grope in the darkness. An actually means to see, to view, to comprehend, to perceive. I declare that this year you see, you view, you comprehend, and you perceive. It does you no good to, to have a door open for you and you not be able to see it but you're gonna see everything God has for you there's a Holy Ghost perception that you're gonna walk in the enemy has tried to keep it cloudy and misty but I hear the Lord say tell my people this is the time that they will see and perceive and understand and recognize what door is their door what opportunity is their opportunity see you don't just need a door you need your door Anybody can go through a door when there's door, well, just one door, but what if there's door number one, door number two, and door number three? I declare this year you won't make a misstep. You won't step out of God's plan, but you're going to have a supernatural clarity. This is the year to see with clarity. Make a little noise if you're going to see everything that the Lord has for you to see. Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Now it shall spring forth. He said, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You're going to see these things. You're going to perceive these things. You're going to know these things. Now, I'm big on confession at this time of the year. The Bible said the power of death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So I want you to raise your hands right now. And I want you to declare this after me. Say in 2019, shout it out, say in 2019, say I walk in my now, I see and perceive every open door of opportunity for my life and destiny. If that's you, give the Lord a praise right now. Every, come on, every open door. Come on, I need somebody over here to praise him for every open door. I need somebody in the middle to praise him for every open door. I need somebody over here to praise him for every open door. You will sit. Mm, Jesus, Jesus. Now notice here there, this is a double A-N. That's, that's eyes here and eyes here. We're in the decade of the sevens. This is the, I know this is deep, but hang with me. This is the seeing decade. And every year in this decade, things are going to get clearer. And we're in 79 now. We're moving into 80. On the Gregorian calendar, we're moving to 2020. I'm believing we're going to have 2020 vision. Not, come on somebody, not 2035, not 2055, but how many of you are trusting God for 2020 vision? I'll see what I need to see. By the time I get to 2020, I'm going to be walking directly in the plan of God, walking through every door that he has for me. I will not miss it. This seven in the century, it says to look, and this seven says to look again. If you really try to understand the flow of this right here, this says look, and this says look again. 
the Lord spoke to me. He said, tell the people that it's time to look again. There are some things you thought were done over, but the Lord said, it's time to look again. Look at that child again. Look at that business opportunity again. Look at that ministry again. It's time to look again. Look at that opportunity again. What you thought was shut, what you thought was done. The Lord said, when you look again, you're going to find out that the Lord has come and moved on your behalf. Hallelujah. You remember the story in the Bible where the prophet told his servant to look, and the, and the servant kept saying, I went outside. He said, do you see a cloud? I don't see anything. Again and again and again and again and again. And finally on the seventh time, the, 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 the man went out there. He said, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. And the prophet said, get up, get ready for the abundance of rain. I'm telling you, you've been looking outside the and you ain't seen nothing yet. But the Lord said, look again. You better get ready for the abundance of rain. You better get ready for breakthrough. You better get ready to see some open doors. You better get ready to see some right relationships materialize. You better get ready to see some, the Lord open things that you thought were shut up. The Lord said, look again. If you're ready to get in faith and look again, give God some praise right now. In 2019, what you thought was over and impossible is about to change by the mighty hand of God. Look again. Now, remember, this is the letter Tet, the number nine. And, and Tet is the letter, and we're just reviewing very quickly. Give me about two or three more minutes. Tet in the Bible, it's the least used letter in all the Hebrew alphabet, and you don't even see it until Genesis 1, where the Lord had uh, had made the light. He said, he said, let there be light. And then he said, it was good. And the word good is actually a tet word. It starts with the letter tet. It's the word tov. Come on, somebody. So he said, it was tov. It was good. And the Lord said, speak to my people and tell them that they need to claim a good year this year. I'm getting myself together. You go ahead and you say, well, that's going to be a bad year. I'm going to have drama. I'm going to be upset. I'm not declaring that over my life. I'm declaring that it's going to be a tall year, a good year. Some of y'all say, well, pastor, I want a great year. I want an awesome year. I want a fantastical year. I want an indescribable year. I want a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious year. Come on. I want that year, but you need to understand that God's good, read through Genesis 1, God's good is miraculous. God's good is creative. God's good is supernatural. I would rather have God's good any day than man's awesome. So how many of you are ready for God's good to manifest in your life? I declare that this is going to be a supernatural year, a good year in God. This is going to be a creative year. This is going to be a miraculous year. This is the year when it's over, you'll say, man, God has been good to me. I declare that already when we move into this year, as we progress toward the end of the year, when this year is over, we will look back and say, God, you were good. Miracles manifested this year. You did the supernatural this year. You created what I could not create. Somebody give the Lord praise if you're ready for God to be good to you. Come on, shout if you're ready.
Now remember, we already established this looked like three different things. It looked like a snake, remember? But this is the year of the sevens. So this is the this is the, the, the century and the decade of the sevens. This is the year of the nines. So what you have vision here. Don't get upset over the snake because this is the year you see the snake in the grass. This is the year that the devil can't sneak up on you. I know what you're doing in my family, dog. I know how you're moving in my marriage. I know what I, I, I see you, and you don't get away from me. You don't get away with it, because I bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. And whatever I bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever I loose on earth is loose in heaven. In fact, the word says that the God of peace shall soon crush Satan underneath your feet shortly. So devil, I put you underneath my foot, and I tell you, I see your skin. Somebody give God praise that the devil doesn't get away with it this year. It also represents a woman's womb. So this is the year of birthing. We're going to birth Palm Coast. Palm Coast better get ready. We've already got the facility picked out. We had a dream team meeting the other night. We coming and we're going to let the devil know you can't have Palm Coast. There's going to be another life-giving, Holy Ghost-filled, radical church reclaiming that city. You've heard me talk about Apopka birthing a, a, a church there. You've heard me talk about New Smyrna. We have a church there. Orlando there. And you've heard me talk about Palm Coast. And you've also heard me use the word Palm Bay. We have several dozen people that periodically come all the way from Palm Bay, 83 miles. And I believed God for a campus there. But I didn't see how we could do it with so much going on. I got a call from a, a leader in our fellowship out of the blue this week. I was talking to him about a situation and that I needed to talk to him about and he said hey off the subject he said that we have a campus we have 15 acres in Palm Bay he said we don't have a pastor we really don't have a church there. So we just got the facility are you interested in it y'all ain't praising the Lord he said are you inter am I interested in it who knows, we might birth Palm Bay and Palm Coast all on the same Sunday. Why? Because this is the year of birthing. Somebody give God a praise. If he can do it in this house, can he do it in your house? Now, I got to hurry. Remember, this also looks like a basket, a basket for bread. Come on now. Bread represents abundance. It represents more than enough. It would have been the kind of basket that they collected the 12 baskets full. Come on. There are five words for basket in the Bible. One means a basket for bread. It would have been the kind of basket that they used to, to, to collect the leftovers when Jesus fed the 5,000. It speaks of more than enough. Is there anybody here with me and you're getting in faith that this year you don't scratch out and barely get by and have just enough to get your hair done? Come on, just enough to pay your light bill. But this is the year that you have more than enough in your basket. Somebody give God praise for bonuses, jobs, businesses. No, that ain't going to do. Give God a real praise. You're tracking with me now. Watch now. Second word for basket is a word that they use when they pick up grapes. Remember I taught you last week just reviewing grapes uh, make new wine and they're sweet. So this is the year for the sweet thing and the new thing. And I'm not talking about a new wife. If you got a wife, you got to keep the one you got. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about this, this year's going to be sweet, not full of drama. Come on. 
John Wiggle, you're going to love me so much this year because I'm going to be so sweet. Hallelujah. And we're going to see new things this year. Somebody give God praise for new doors, new opportunities, sweet times with your family. All right. And then the third thing that the basket was made, and, and it was made, this, this third kind of basket was used to take clay to the brickyard. It was used for heavy things. So this year, your basket can carry heavy things. In other words, there's two ways to look at it. Number one, if something goes wrong in your life, you don't overreact. If you have a day where things are rough, you don't crumble. Your basket doesn't break, but you are strong. Hallelujah. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get fearful every time the devil hiccups. Come on, somebody. Body. your basket is strong but on top of that this basket is made for carrying heavy things I declare this year you carry a heavy anointing I declare this year you carry the weighty heavy presence of God that we are not immature believers come on now but we are mature believers and if somebody's sick we lay hands on them and they recover we pray and our prayers are answers we live in the presence of the Lord if you're ready to carry the heavy give God a praise right now Lord I thank Thank you that, that my basket is strong. The fourth basket is a basket with a lid on it. So watch this. In Jesus' name, the picture there is powerful because the Lord told me to tell you, everything that he gives you, you hold on to it this year. That fourth basket was a basket with a lid on it and the lid was shut. The devil may try to steal from you. The devil may try to steal your joy, your peace, your power, your prosperity, your breakthrough. But in the name of Jesus, the lid is shut. You can't have my salvation, devil. You can't have my children, devil. You can't have my anointing. You can't have my open door. The lid is shut. The devil's going to be disappointed this year because when he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he's going to find out that the Lord has already put a lid on the basket and the devil can't have anything that God has given you. If you want the Lord to protect what he gives you this year, I need somebody in the room to begin to give God praise right now. My anointing is protected. My purpose is protected. My family is protected. Oh! Glory to God! And the last basket is a basket used specifically for first fruits. Now I want you to understand, we are a first fruits church. It's something that we have been doing for years. The Lord gave me this strategy, and I started preaching on it, never having heard it before. And I was at my mother-in-law's house, and you know if God speaks to you at your mother-in-law's house, something is going on. But the Lord began to give me this strategy and this download for first fruits. And this is actually a basket that was used for first fruits. It represents the basket that you support the work of the Lord from. And the Lord said, you tell my people if they'll support my work, every time they reach in their basket, I'll make sure that they've got resources in their basket. Is there anybody that's going to support the work of the Lord and you believe he's going to keep your basket full? One, two, three, give the Lord a shout right now. Now fasten your seatbelts, we're going to move quick. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now I want you to comprehend this. Seek is a word of, of worship. It means that we pursue a life that is worthy of his honor. Look at me in the eyes. I've really been praying about it. I think I'm going to preach a, a series on holiness because we don't hear much about sanctification anymore and separation anymore and the fact that you got to live right to die right. 
I'm not worried about what's going out there in the world. You know, we got all kind of stuff going on in the world. But when the church is just as perverted as the world, when everything that happens, in the, I, I, I can't stay there. But it is time for the church to live a life that resembles the fact that we have been saved and born again. It is time. You don't need to be shacking up. You don't need to be in same-sex relationships. You don't need to be tripping, dipping, slipping. You need to be walking with the Lord. There's a way to walk, walk ye therein. I'm not trying to be popular. God didn't call me to be popular. He called me to be an overcomer. But we've got so many limp-wristed preachers who are afraid to stand up and call sin, sin, that we now have a generation that is confused because they will take our silence as permission. But there needs to come again a voice of fire in the pulpit that will say, this is the way, walk ye therein, that will cause our young people to be delivered and sanctified and saved free by the power of God. I wouldn't serve a God that couldn't deliver me. I wouldn't serve a God that couldn't set me free and get me out of my mess. I ain't scared. I wouldn't serve a God who couldn't set me free. Now, if you're struggling, I love you. If you have sin in your life, I love you. I'm up here because of you. I'm up here because I am a hope dealer, not a dope dealer. But we are living in a time when this generation will take our silence as permission. And we are trying to be so politically correct. We're trying to, you know, stand on the Democrat side, stand on the Republican side. Where is the people that will stand on the Lord's side and... You better give God a praise if... Where are the redeemed of the Lord that know Jesus is the answer? And... So when we seek the Lord, it's us putting the Lord first. And it's us saying, God, you are absolutely top-notch. So we seek to live a life that honors you. 2019 is a year of pursuit. 2019, we don't just, honey, 2019, we don't just lay back. We pursue the things of God. Come on, make a little noise if you're ready to pursue the things of God. So he said, here's what he said. He said, seek first. Somebody shout first. The word first there means cheaply, first of all, first in rank, first in time, first in place, first in order of importance. Now understand this. The Lord said, I'm not going to fit somewhere on your list. He said, I'm either first or nothing at all. He said, I am preeminent. I come before your list. I come before everything. You wouldn't have anything without me. And we are living in a day when we've got to put the Lord first. Putting God first is foundational. And foundation is what everything else is built on. And when you build your life on the right foundation, baby, you can build what God is calling you to build. Now, here's what, here's what putting the Lord first does. It puts your life in alignment. I want my life to be in alignment. Can I teach for a minute? See, life comes into alignment when we place and keep God first. I remember my first car was a 1971 Plymouth Fury 3. It cost my dad $100. It was big, long, and green. Looked like the Batmobile. Y'all, some of y'all don't remember those cars. 
that had a couch for the front seat. Bucket, nothing. It was a couch, y'all. And, and when you were going to pull forward, we never had power windows. We had windows like this. And power seats, no. When you would sit in the seat by your daddy in the middle, out, not in the car seat, your dad would say, okay, everybody, we're going to pull the seat up. And you go, one, two, three. And half the seat would be up and half the seat would be back and you would all have to start all over again. Y'all never had raggedy cars like that. My car was so jacked up. I used to go every day. I'd, it cost my dad $100. He bought it out of the front yard of a no woman's house. And you know you bad when you got a $100 car. And I would stop at McDonald's every day and they said, ain't that funny? Jim Rady must have money, man. He's having breakfast at McDonald's every day. I wasn't having breakfast. My car could only go two miles before I had to pull the milk jug out of the back of a gallon bucket and pour water in my radiator because it was running hot before I got to school. And that car was always out of alignment. It was always pulling its own way. It was always trying to pull me off the road. If you know anything about those old cars, man, and they get out of alignment, man, they would pull their way. I declare that this year, that you live a life in alignment. The devil doesn't pull you off the path, but this year, mm, you, you're in alignment. Somebody give God praise if you want your life to be in alignment. Raise your hands and declare this. Say, in Jesus' name, I want to do more than get by. I want to thrive. Somebody give God praise if you want to thrive this year. I said, give God praise if you want to thrive this year. Come on, I loved confession at this time of year, so we're going to do one more, maybe two more. Raise your hands right now. Raise up both hands and declare this. Say, this is, this is the year of my blessing, my birthing, and my breakthrough. Say, I live on top of the world and not from the bottom of the barrel. Come on, if you believe that, give God a praise. You're going to live on top of the world. You're not living from the bottom of the barrel. But, but here's the truth. Let, let's just talk like family now. You're spiritual sons and daughters. You're precious to me. And you may be here today and you say, well, Pastor, this and things I just don't like to do. I just prefer not to do it. I prefer, you know, you people shout and they praise the Lord at Calvary. I really prefer not to do that. I'm not saying you got to act like everybody else, but there ought to be some kind of something, some kind of worship, some kind of praise that comes out of your mouth because that's all God shows up in. But I prefer not to clap my hands. I prefer not to, I prefer not to lift my hands. I prefer, I just prefer not. Pastor Riley, I prefer not to touch my neighbor. Well, you can do that. Somebody said it's cold and flu season. You shouldn't be touching your neighbor. But you ought to be able to have power over demons and devils and the cold. Come on, somebody. But, I, but I, if you don't do that, that's cool with me. But then people say, well, I prefer not to give. I prefer not to pray. And let me tell you something, there's things I prefer not to do. Like, I didn't prefer to eat cauliflower rice with beans over it last night. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling y'all gravy over rice. I'm telling you beans over cauliflower. Was it that what it was? 
with mushrooms and everything else in it. But hallelujah, it was pretty good, babe. You know, people dying eating lettuce nowadays. When I come off this fast, I mean chocolate cake because I know that's safe. Come on, somebody. Well, Pastor, there's things I prefer not to do. Look at me, young person. I've lived quite a while now. Next week, I'll be 55 years old. Here's what I found out. Wise people live their life on principle, not preference. I've learned to live my life on certain principles. There's things I don't do. There's places I don't go. You know, we go to the gym. I don't really like it. I mean, I wish I did. You know, going in there sweating, lifting weights. And last, yesterday we went on a bike ride because we wanted to burn some calories. So I said, I'll ride with you, but you got to ride slow. So... Come on, there's things, I, 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 but I've learned to live my life not on preference, but on principle. See, the Bible said in Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So what do we do? We're putting God first. We're fasting. We're praying. We're giving. You say, well, pastor, I haven't been fasting with you. Look at me, young person. I dare you. I challenge you to fast. All we're doing is fasting meats and sweets. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Because my wife is more radical. Like, you know, we're fasting and we're, we're, we're really like more of the Daniel. We're what, more of the Daniel way. So that means I don't get fettuccine Alfredo and cheese pizza. Come on. She's got me really doing this thing. But I'm telling you, young person, if you will make up in your mind to, to fast meats and sweets and put the Lord first, you will see great things happen. And even in your giving, we're going to be giving on Sacred Sunday, not next Sunday, but the Sunday after that. And when you give in, first in advance, you're anticipating a greater harvest that is to come. First fruits is a divine principle. 33 times in the Bible it talks about first fruits. And when you give God first, when you implement this divine principle, you reap a divine reward. You're giving it the first signals, your harvest, that God is involved in your year. How many of you want God to be involved in your year? Make a little noise. Come on, if you need the blessings of the Lord in your life, look at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, you can just sit there, but I gotta give God praise because I want him to know I need him involved in my life this year. Come on and give God a praise if you need the Lord involved in your life this year. I need to be blessed. I need to be blessed. And listen, blessing, they are financial resources. And I need financial resources. How many of y'all got bills to pay? How many of y'all got a light bill? How many of y'all got, some of y'all got a hair bill? Come on, somebody. How many of y'all, you say, I've got, a, I've got rent to pay? Come on, make a little noise if you need financial resources. 
But unfortunately, we live in a culture and in a church culture where so often all it becomes about is money. You got to get to give. You got to give to get. And it becomes this, this circular motion of constantly money, constantly money. And it does take money to live and it does take money to do the work of the Lord. And I'll never back down from teaching that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, that my God shall supply all my needs according to his glory, riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Jesus, I never stop saying that he wishes above all things that we would prosper and be in health. I'll never back down from that. But let me tell you what I need as well. I need blessings that money cannot buy. Every blessing is not a dollar in your pocket. Sometimes your blessings are sitting in the back seat and they're your children and they love the Lord with all their heart. Sometimes your blessing is the fact that you got a job. It may not be the job you want, but you got a job. Sometimes it's the car you get in. Sometimes it's peace of mind that I'm saved and sanctified. And I know the Lord give God a praise if you're thankful for his blessings in your life. But here's what I'm believing God for this year. As we start these campuses, I'm praying that this year as we give, let us believe for economic dominion. So I want you to raise your hands right now and get radical with me. Say this year, as I give, I'm believing for economic dominion. Come on, if you believe for economic dominion that you will not have less than enough, but you'll have more than enough, give God a praise. Now, I'm going to move on and I'll teach some more this next week. But the Bible says in Isaiah 28, 16, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation of stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. One translation said, Whoever believes will not be shaken. That when you build your life on the right foundation, this year you will not be shaken. This year you're not going to be full of fear. If the economy goes up and goes down, that's all right. The economy is not your provider. You say, Pastor Rayleigh, have you been watching the Dow Jones? Yes, I am. But let me tell you, I'm not depending on the Dow Jones, the Jack Jones, the Indiana Jones, or the Tom Jones. My source is not, is not the stock market. My source is El Shaddai, and El Shaddai is more than enough. So here's the deal. I can only look back at the track record of the Lord. Jesus has proved himself over and over and over again, and in 2019, rejoice. He will be faithful. So I want you to get radical. Slip up your hands right now and declare this after me. Say, in 2019, holler it out. Say, I build my life on the foundation of the Word. Say, I hear the Word. I learn the Word. I do the Word. And the blessings and power of the Word overtake my life this year. Somebody give God praise. So, foundation is what we build on, but the word foundation is in the Bible also means counsel. It means instructions. It means teaching. So this year, some of y'all need to understand that it's critical that you remain under teaching. That, that you remain under teaching that will grow you up because that is foundational in your life. Now, 
All these years, we've been having this time of sacred season. Let me kind of explain to you what happens. We're going to do it this year because we're praying and fasting and giving, and a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. The foundation of our year, we're laying it right now. We're letting the Lord know, Lord, you are first. You are first in foundation. I don't want you somewhere on my list. I want you where you need to be first. Hallelujah. I declare this year as you put God first, the great things are going to happen for you. Doors are going to open for you. Dreams are coming true this year. Daughter, this is your year. Things you prayed for quietly. God's going to open it up publicly. In Jesus' name. Because you kept him first. <laughs> How about you? Get free and stay free. This is your year to walk in liberty. The battle is intense because your purpose is intense. I call over you the hand of the Lord that lifts what you carry. And you realize you never have to do this alone. I release the favor of God over you as you put him first. Joanne, I hear the Lord say that you have been faithful to pray for people that you have loved. The Lord said transformation is coming. The Lord said there's not one tear you've wasted. The Lord said you've kept me first. And the Lord said, I'm going to bless you because you kept me first. Hallelujah. The Lord said, get ready. You're going to see it. This is a year for answered prayer. Can I just prophesy to a few people? This is a year for answered prayer. Oh, my, 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 Stand up, stand right here. Raise your hands up. The Lord said, while you've been losing things, you've been finding things. The Lord said, you had to lose some things to find some things. Everything, it's a picture of what's going on in your life. The Lord said, you're getting healthy on the outside, but you're also getting healthy on the inside. I release over you a new anointing for a new season. up for your family. You're going to close the door on drama. You're going to close the door on drama. I said you're going to close the door on drama. You're, gonna you're not even going to go there. Ha! Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Step out here, Emily. Raise your hands up, daughter. Whew. The Lord said you are unlikely for you to be where you are. Unli I hear the word unlikely. When you look back, you say, how did I even get here? But the Lord said he brought you for such a time as this. The Lord said, there's ministry in you. The Lord said, you, you're a fast learner. 
The Lord said, you are accelerated. You accelerated in this thing. You've been, you're going to be on your family. Your family don't even understand you. Is that right? I release over you an anointing in this season as you put God first, Emily, that it's going to amaze your family. They already look at you and they are confounded. But the Lord said that he's going to use you in such a great way that how he uses you will cause your family to get hungry for Jesus. I feel the anointing. Something happens when you put the Lord first. He starts talking. He starts speaking. He starts moving. Yeah. Foundational. Foundational. Stand up, you two right here. Stand up, stand up right here. Both of y'all stand right here. Raise your hands. The Lord said, don't let the journey fool you. He said it was necessary. You look back and you say, I don't understand it. The Lord said, don't worry about it. It was necessary. This is a new season, a new year, a new opportunity. I release an anointing over you. It's a new thing for a new year. Our foundation is right. John, come out, bring your wife with you. Come on, bring your wife with you. Raise your hands, John. The Lord said, you, you, you've been looking around and you're still trying to get your mind around it. You're still surprised. The Lord said, you look back and not long ago you were broken hearted. But the Lord said, didn't I give you everything back? I promised and then some. The Lord said that he's rebuilding you professionally, your business, your family, everything. What the devil thought he would, what the devil meant for evil. The Lord said, this is your season. The Lord said, put him first this year, John. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'll loose an anointing over you, son. You're anointing over you. Your children will be blessed. Your family will be blessed. Everything you put your hands on will be blessed as you keep God first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up, son. Stand up, daughter. I release the favor of the Lord over your life. I bind every work of the enemy that's tried to hinder you. You look back over the last few years and things happened that you did not understand. You went through seasons that seemed like they would have destroyed you both. But here you are today married. Here you are today serving God. And the Lord said you didn't lose nothing. The Lord said he put you in position for a brand new anointing and open door over your life. I release it in the name of Jesus. Y'all, I, I got I to stop. But not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Come here. Both of you. Come here. Come here. Step up here. Hallelujah. 
The Lord said, because you've had passion, because you've stayed hot after him, because you have stayed hot and tenacious for him. The Lord said, get ready. 2019 is going to be a year when you see his supernatural hand in your life and in your family. In the name of Jesus, man of God, I release it over you. Horakamai, woman of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, so here's what I want you to understand. Stand up, everybody. Good Lord Almighty. Some of y'all say, is he coming after me? I don't know, but I'm coming after this guy right here. Where you got your family with you? Y'all get out here. Raise your hands. Man of God, man of God, man of God, man of God. Told me to remind you, man of God, I release fresh oil over you. I release a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost over your life. I release the favor of God over you. You're hungry for him, honey. You've been desired. I release the anointing. Shame of us. It's a new season over you. Blessings over this sweet love right here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a little bit of praise. So raise your hands. I prophesy over you now. I prophesy over you that this is your year as you put God first. This is your year of blessing. This is your year of birthing. This is your year of breakthrough. I declare as you make the Lord your foundation that everything he has promised you shall come to pass. I hear the Lord say, you tell my people that if they will line themselves up with my word and they will line themselves up with my will, raise your hands. I hear the Lord say as you line yourself up with his word and his will, you will not fail. It is impossible to fail. Give God a shout if you believe it right now. Come on, give him praise, 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 give him praise. I see the Lord opening up opportunities for business. I see the Lord bringing lost children in. I see the Lord moving obstacles that have stood in people's way. I see so much in the spirit. But here, look at me now. Hear me, precious. The foundation has got to be that we put him first. So before I close this service out, I want you to give God praise if you're going to make sure he's first this year. Come on, give the Lord praise if you're going to make sure he's first. If he's your foundation, I want you to praise him right now. If he's the foundation, you know it's all on him. Somebody give him praise right now. It's all built on him. With heads bowed and eyes closed and no one looking around. Listen. Not next Sunday, but the next Sunday is Sacred Sunday. I think it's the 27th. We're going to offer to the Lord our church. You'll bring your sacred season seed. First week, first month, first day, whatever it is, it's first. 
you're going to give that seed to the Lord. We're going to offer our church, our seed, and ourselves that Sunday. Pray about what the Lord would have you do. But with heads bowed and eyes closed, I've done a lot of important things, but nothing more important than this. If you're in this room and you'd say, Pastor, there's things in my life that ought not be there. I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. And even as you moved out and began to speak over people's lives, I felt something. I need a change in my life. There's sin in my life. And when you pray, Pastor, pray for me. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, I want you to raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One, remember me, Pastor. Two, since you're praying, pray for me because I need to get some things under the blood. Three, slip up your hand right now. Pray for me. Pray for me. Hands in every section. Hands in every section. Come on, if that's you, hold that hand up. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. Five, four. Yes, I see him being, still being raised. Three, two. I need it, Pastor. I need to get it under the blood. Two, one. Hold that hand up. If you held it up, if you raised it up, keep it up. Somebody next to you has their hands up. I want you to move back because I'm going to invite them to come to the front and I'm going to pray with them. But if you raised your hand and you want to make it right between you and God, I want you to come right here to the front. Come on. We're going to pray a prayer together. Everybody that raised your hand, come right now. People are coming from across this room. Hallelujah. I need a new start. Hallelujah. Ah, I feel the anointing. If you want a new start, come get a new start. I need a new start. Oh, I need a new beginning. I need a new start. Look at here, look at here, look at here. This is what happens when you allow the Spirit of the Lord to move. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. Come on, come on, come on. Spread all the way out across the front. Spread all the way out across the front. Can we make room for these precious people to get right up here? Come on, spread it all out. Can I have the altar workers help me? Judah, you guys help me. Anderson, spread them all the way out across the front. I think you ought to give God a ridiculous praise. No, that's not a ridiculous praise. Give him that kind of praise. So take your hand and put it on your heart right now. Praise the Lord for you. All those young ladies right there. What's your name? I believe in you. What'd you say your name was? Olivia. God's got great things in store for Olivia. How old are you, Olivia? 17. God's going to use you. If you'll stay surrendered to him. You'll find out he's got a great plan for Olivia. I'm, I'm, I'm an Olivia fan. That's right. I believe in Olivia. Hand on your heart. Raise your other hand. Step right here. Raise your hands. I just lift the burdens off of you right now that you've been carrying. Hallelujah. I just lift the stress off of your life right now. I just lift it off of you. The Lord said you can't fix it, but he can. 
So I just call you into into wholeness this year. That you leave the broken days behind. Oh, I feel that. He calls you into wholeness this year. Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.